We are recording. Welcome to episode three of Faint Praise. I'm Tony. I'm Eric. This is a podcast where we compare movies with similar themes by scoring them in a few different categories in order to decide which one did it better. This week, we decided to go with movies about invading alien space bugs. We didn't even actually come up with a good bug pun. Maybe by the time you're hearing this, I'll have a good pun for the title. Yeah, that's Eric's homework uh, between now and when we get this... really punny with the bugs. Yeah, get this posted somewhere. Some good bug pun, hopefully. Infestation or bug spray or so the specific crabs, movies something like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crabs so the specific movies we're talking about are ender's game versus starship troopers even though i know these movies aren't necessarily all that similar they it both... actually starts out incredibly similar if you go with the like the widest possible most obtuse explanation and then gets increasingly less similar like you just like futuristic <laughs> bugs launch their enemies at you what? <laughs> Watch their enemies. Well, yeah, because like the general sure. plot is that like the bugs from a far sure. planet get launched at Earth. Yeah, both then... of these are based on futuristic human societies that are Which centered around like uh, fighting alien insectoid. Yeah, invaders. alien bugs that have invaded them at some point. They're both based on science fiction book. Uh, source material that I think both of them are fairly classic books. I know Ender's yeah. Game is very classic. Oh yeah, Starship Troopers was a yeah Heinlein Starship Troopers novel. yeah, and both of them I did read the books. I don't remember. Too and much I actually about them. read neither of them. Yeah, and uh, and I thought so that illiterate. we we both of us had seen Starship Troopers before this, so we both knew we liked I saw it. In the theaters when I was younger. I did not. I I just watched it once, probably ten years ago. Uh, I liked it just fine. Didn't have much of an idea about it. I didn't think Ender's Game was going to be very good because it just looked boring from the trailers. And I looked them up on Rotten Tomatoes, and they both actually have very similar Rotten Tomato scores: sixty percent for Ender's Game, and Which is 60, higher than I would have yeah, thought. and sixty-three percent for Starship Which is Troopers. Also higher than I would have thought. Honestly, y- you think so? Yeah, just based on the cr- critics and type of people that. So I was I was struck used, by the si- yeah. So I was struck by the similar premises 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 Pre- yeah. <laughs> And similar Rotten Tomato scores thought they would make a good comparison. Well, not not to give too much away, but well, this is probably, even though it's only episode three, I don't anticipate another episode this lopsided. Um, I mean, sure, it could happen. It depends. It could. Especially if we haven't seen the it's movies not, before. It's not necessarily my intention to do unfair matchups, but this one, I mean, this is a this is a heavyweight beaten up Yeah, it's like a, you've got... Paul Verhoeven ultraviolence versus like a Mormon space love opera or something. I don't know what the fuck you'd call it. A Mormon child fantasy about ruling the world. God. Uh, So okay, but then feeling bad about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man. So we watched Ender's Game first because we already knew what we were getting into with Starship Troopers. We knew that we would like it, so we went with the unknown. We knew that it was at least you know like decent and everything. So right. So Ender's Game uh, was done in 2013. Like we said before, futuristic human society. Has it been that long since it came out? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it just seems came like... Came and went. Like yes, yeah, it. it seems like yesterday. It, so it's the society that uh, alien bugs had at one point invaded and almost taken over Earth until this one pilot, Mazer Rackham, defeated them, ostensibly dying in the meantime. And then this guy became an a military icon, and now this society supposedly picks out gifted children and trains them from a young age to become military leaders for right. some reason. Yeah, that's the one thing, like, without getting into too much of the just ratings, the I never read the book. I had a general idea, I think mostly from you, about mm-hmm. what the book was about. Yeah. But in the movie, as someone who hasn't seen the book, the entire premise of the movie is only explained with like one throwaway line. Yes. That's, that doesn't even make sense. Yes. About like how you have to teach children to be the great military leaders because children's minds handle it's, complex information better or something. And first of all, you're like, yeah. it's not true. I, Second of all, like that doesn't make any sense for this Honestly, world. Honestly, I, I knew I wasn't going to like the movie because I didn't like the book. And Everyone, I hate kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eric, why, yes. Wait, why did I watch this yeah. movie? <laughs> I don't know how I convinced him to do it because he, he really, he I does not I'm just tend to like. for punishment. Yeah, he does not tend to like movies centered around children. Um, and a lot, well, and to be honest, this is a very well-regarded book. It is. A lot of sci-fi fans like Ender's Game. Yeah, I, I that always has confused me. I read it because I like science fiction books 
and I had it highly recommended to me. I knew it was a classic. And about the first two thirds of the book, actually, I will say I found compelling and it completely fell apart in the last third for right. me. But that definitely influences the movie. And the movie did plenty of stuff wrong on its own. But, but it in also my opinion, suffered from flawed exactly, source material. Exactly, exactly. The source material was was weak in my... Well, I I for, for my a, worldview, it doesn't a, really fit in. A it. few elements of it that people really got like sci-fi boners about. I don't that, really like, know... I don't know why. I mean, I don't know what about the book I, would have made... Because I don't think they strayed that far from the material. Oh, no. This is one of those movies that practically just opens up the book and starts reading lines from it. And right. the parts there are a few got, ma- minor exceptions, but... Yeah, I mean, they... In the book, the children start... It, it, it follows your main... Do they pretend that Mazer Rackham is supposed to be dead? I believe so, yes. Which, by the way, I will say that for the whole movie, I thought they were saying Major Rackham. And then they're like, Colonel <laughs> yeah. Major Rackham. Wait, what? Yeah. His name is Mazer? Yeah, whenever we Blade watch... and laser, yeah. blaze, all kind of azers. <laughs> whenever we watch these military movies, Eric was his former military, so he always starts to kind of pick apart the... Uh, well, I'm just confused sometimes, because yeah. I don't really care if they come up with their own system. But when it goes against what's normal, I'm like, wait, why is this it's guy... It's just that? confusing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's just confusing, confusing to someone who's already been in the system. The story follows, we've already said, Ender Wiggins, who is this child that is recruited because he's supposedly very gifted and shows a lot of promise. He shows him going through this various levels of military training. Um, and high school or whatever. Yeah, yeah. In like, I think he's supposed to be probably an older middle schooler I thought or he was a young... to be like 12 or 13. Maybe. Well, the actor himself was 16. He was 16 in that? Yes. He was He was 16. She looks like a me when I was 16. Yeah. And I think his voice was just <laughs> dropping too. He, he had a lot of voice cracking going on. I thought on. he was a really tiny, or I mean a really tall 12-year-old. He was really tall. I'm going to talk about that. He was like that. 5'11 or something. Yeah, he's 6 feet tall. Is he? So At he's like really, 16? Yeah, really, really tall kid. But like weighs like 120 pounds. Yeah, yeah. So it follows Ender Wiggins uh, going through the military training and his interactions with the other children that he's training with, uh, sort of trying to set up him being this military genius, whatever. While they um, wait for the to finish off the yeah, bug. Because they beat the bugs the first time, and they're worried they're going to come back. And so they have to, for some reason, have kids trained to be ready to fight the bugs. Yeah. Which uh, I forget what they're called, the crackheads or something. F- uh, <laughs> it was with a K whatever, or something. Crack, crack em, crackatoas. It, it does not matter at all. Crinkles. I don't care. I could look it up. I have the Crinkly. Wikipedia look page look open. No, my brain hasn't been working lately. I need they to know are what. the Formix. Where did I get the K? Uh, I think you got the K from Clendathu from Starship Troopers. Oh, I know Starship about Clendathu. Okay, Formix. Yeah, so the Formix. Uh, like Eric said, they're worried that the bugs are going to come back. So that's why they've been training these children for some well, reason. Apparently they can see the bug planet and they can see that the bugs are like way po- overpopulated and they're massing for like a movement of some kind is what they said in the movie. Okay. So uh, when Ender has done enough of his training and they pick out Ender and a few of the other really good kids and they put them to a super elite training facility. In space! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super elite training facility and put them through a series of high-level tests. Like laser tag. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm already, I'm not, I, yeah, that that was part of their original training was the lame laser tag. I'm saying after he shows Oh, when he goes really to command that, school. When he goes to command school and they put him through what they're calling his the ultimate exam that they say are... Um, Battle simulations. Simulations, yeah. Uh, of course, it turns out to be real, and they've just had these kids actually invading the bug planet. And when Which, they- another point from someone who hasn't read the book, and I did, I did actually know that that was the general plot of the book, so I knew it going in, but from the perspective of watching the movie, they don't really tell you that. I mean, like, maybe they give a little bit of a hint, but, like, if you had no idea what the story is about, you're thinking, like, the main climax of this movie is his, like, big simulation test in <laughs> why? battle, in battle why? camp why, and you're like, why, why would, I, would care? I care about not that you would care about them anyway but like it gives even less of a sense of any because one of the things i wrote down was that this movie you have no sense that the earth is in any kind of danger right because they don't explain anything you have no sense of what's good or bad for the characters because they're doing all these tests where you don't know what they're supposed to do you yeah. don't know what's bad if it happens what's good if it happens yeah, they're putting him in through these quote-unquote battle simulations that he he doesn't know that they're real. Well, they're all watching tersely. Yeah, yeah, it's boxed. extremely apparent to me, and it was when I was reading the book, too, that they were real. So the big reveal that, oh, it was real, and he actually just destroyed this whole alien planet had absolutely no impact 
on me, but that's that's it. So he destroys the planet. He's all upset because he just committed genocide. Wah, wah, wah. And uh, so he goes to wander off into the wilderness of whatever. 100 feet from the base. Yeah, yeah. And finds a dormant alien bug queen and telepathically talks to it. And he's and, like, sorry, bro. Yeah, and it explains why they had invaded in the first place. Which they and, didn't in the movie. And it apologizes. They didn't explain that in the movie? No, the, you didn't hear anything that the bug was saying. It just goes like, gives it a sad bug face. And it's like, <laughs> me, 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 me. And he was already sad about having wiped out an entire race for yeah. whatever reason. Even yeah. though the only reason humans were even around is because they'd won the first time. Yeah. And it, they're just like, whoops, my bad. Stop hitting us now. Yeah. Like, no, fuck you. All right, so now that we've given you the general synopsis, we're going to, yeah, what, what we do is we have three categories that, we're, that we score every movie on. Um, the categories are acting, visuals, and structure. And each one of us will give a score of anywhere from zero to five points in each of the categories. And then we'll total up all the points that each movie gets between me and Eric. And whichever movie gets the most points is the winner of that's the one that did the theme better. So starting with our first category, acting, what's your score? I mean, this movie was annoying in a lot of sense with the characters, but overall the acting wasn't that bad. I put it two because it was below average, but okay. it's not looking yeah. at that movie. It's not like you can say, man, that was terrible acting. Yeah, yeah. It's I just was, like not good. Yeah, I was I was worried you were going to go higher. I did 1.5 because part of what there I look at- There weren't a lot of people in that yeah, movie. Yeah, part of what I look at with acting is also how well the characters were cast. So oh, okay. yeah, so you always forget that. So yeah, yes, part of part of the acting is how how well each actor fits I into. I think that's more. I don't know if I consider that structure or what, or if I just forget that's to fine. include it. Whatever. So a couple of times we've done this where I've given it a lower score than you because I'm including how well the actor fit into that part, which is bad for a lot of the characters, which is terrible it's just for atrocious. most of them. Yeah. Um. So I'm including casting. I'm including chemistry between. Yeah. The, I include that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, between the characters and the actors. Which is also bad. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was very, very bad. It was so, all bad, but I don't think I would have put it at abysmal. Maybe just because the rest of the movie is so bad, you don't notice that shit as much as you would. I think the reason that I it was... I like it wasn't good acting. So a 1.5 out of 5 is very is pretty bad. Yeah. A 3 is totally average. You didn't really notice it either way. A 2 <laughs> is you noticed it throughout the movie that it was, and then, that right, it was and not good. And that's what I said good. about the acting. When you include the chemistry and the casting, yeah, it was really bad. Yeah. It was already and bad. And a 1 is like it's annoying you throughout the movie and you're hating it. I was pretty much hating Annoyed it. And hating yeah. it throughout the I movie. was pretty much hating it, but I have to give some of the characters I have to give some of the actors credit. So I had to go with a 1.5 like instead King, of just Sir a 1. Ben Kingsley. Sir Ben Kingsley knows how to be in a bad movie. God <laughs> right. bless him. He is He need a he very good uh, Kiwi accent. Yeah, yeah, he had a passable uh, New Zealand accent. He was the only one uh, who really stood out as being good in his role and actually trying. Uh, the main kid, Asa Butterfield, is his name. Butterfield. He was definitely hiding a thick British accent and could barely speak in his American accent. So yeah. he was atrocious. And he did a I lot of... I have to say, I, I even like Haley Steinfeld better when she she's singing about masturbation <laughs> than in this yeah. movie. She was fine. She was fine. I couldn't really fault her. There was no chemistry yeah. with them. Yeah, there was no chemistry with her and Asa Butterfield. They she were was supposed really like... to have a little bit of a friendship slash possible romantic connection. That just was not there at all. It just seemed no. like she was giving him googly eyes for no reason. Most of the kids were either just not noticeable or sort of typical you know bad actors the little Except kid for, like, bean the, was okay he was fine but then the the one who was like the the boss for a while the little with the big nose yeah, yeah gonzo or the hell's yeah. name was that was he was annoying he was he was overacting yeah. um so and that's what i'd said afterwards i think i think most of the bad mm -hmm. acting that was overacting because there's only like 20 people in the movie so harrison, and of those yeah. like only five are like harrison main characters. ford plays the main commander of the battle school who chooses ender and guides him through his training and, and stuff like that and he he was sleepwalking through but this also role. yeah he was sleepwalking and that guy the character has an inordinate amount of power over the fate of like the world i guess considering yeah. he was just like a one general or something yeah yeah a huge amount of power his decision was like going and, you know harrison ford's just kind of 
sitting as often as he can. Shaking his, all his the time. Big, his big red alcoholic no, <laughs> nose is just shaking all over the screen. He's like, oh, Ender, we I, have to and, get you to simulation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are a couple times where he's supposed to come across as fatherly, and it is very creepy. It's cre- and then you even have the air, the, uh, the other actor, like the Butterface or whatever his name is. Yeah. Even like kind of looks over at him yeah, like a creepy uncle touch. Yeah, there's one point where Harrison like, Ford grabs. Scene. Yeah, he puts his hand on the kid's shoulder as like a fatherly show of sort of tough, I don't want to say tough love or whatever. Oh man, that actor's that face, look. once that once that big paw got on him was just they told like, him that was in the script. That was stranger danger. It was, <laughs> it was, it, Eric's right. It was downright unsettling. Yeah. So you've got, a, you know, an what established- What changed the scene? Because you're like, wait, is this supposed to be like a threatening yeah. scene or something? <laughs> yeah. Because you can tell that the actor's uncomfortable. So you have an established decent actor in Harrison Ford right. who's just doing a terrible job in this role because he doesn't care about it and he was poorly cast. I here's one that I'm starting to get like a physical reaction when I see her show up in movies. Viola Davis. Yeah. Oh god. I am baffled by Viola Davis. Uh she is a very well regarded actress. A I guess lot we of just people haven't seen any of the movies. A that lot are of people talk about how great she is. Yeah. And even in movies like this and Suicide Squad, they'll they'll make they'll go out of their way to say well, how great she did. Well, at least she was did. great, and like she was fucking. I think she was terrible. Like in, in both of these movies, like she didn't even have any freaking face muscles. Yeah, it's like Botox Queen or something. Yeah, she's always like, got where's this, the acting? Her eyes are half closed, yeah. and she's monotone mumbling through all of her lines. She right. did that in this and in Suicide Squad. Right. This one, she was better than Suicide Squad because she did eventually have a couple scenes where she was supposed to get worked up. Because right. she was supposed to be maybe the psychological evaluator in the school. Right. And she was supposed to have some moral qualms about putting the children through. Without knowing the where kind they're of, at psychologically. Yeah, the kind of training. So there was some, some interaction between her and Harrison Ford where she would be arguing with him over what he was doing and what he was making right. the children do. And so then she did finally get to express some emotion. But for the most part, she just walks on a scene... Sits there with her eyes half closed, mumbles her lines, and then walks off. Stares around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I just so I I do have to admit I've never I've only seen her in this and Suicide Squad. Probably probably her worst two movies. I don't see if these aren't her worst two movies. She has a hell of a yeah, but she's just not in a lot of movies that I'm interested in. But I I feel like I should watch some movies with her in it because because I feel like a I feel like the alien here. I just I don't I don't see what everybody sees in her. Um. But you said two, I said 1.5, so I think we can agree that wasted potential, bad casting. When you're on a movie like that, when you have so few people in it, you really, there needs to be chemistry, there needs to be good acting. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't have it be bad when that's so much of the movie. There was only one scene that I I was like, yeah, that was actually pretty good chemistry, pretty good acting. It, of course, had Sir Ben Kingsley. Yeah. And he was, it was just him and Ender. And he was supposed to be teaching Ender to kind of think on his own and trying to extract ideas from him. Mm-hmm. But it came, so it was a, it was like a master with a prodigy sort of making the prodigy realize what he can come up with on his own. Right. But it, it actually was really, really well done because there was chemistry with them. And you could, it, it felt like Kingsley was putting on an, acting class for this kid <laughs> and teaching the kid how to express emotions. I don't even remember what they were talking about right. because it could have fit in so well with him just actually teaching the kid how to like yeah, how to extract these emotions from the audience. To make the yeah, instead of And then that was it. it. That was movie. that was one scene of good acting in the whole movie. Everything else was pretty bad. So right. yeah, and I think we can both agree on that. Definitely. Our next category is visuals. Tell me what you thought about that. I thought they were shit, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> like in a lot of ways. Like yeah. it was one of these where this was an extremely expensive m- movie. Mm-hmm. It had no business looking as crappy as it did in so many ways. Yeah. But it starts with like obviously these are all like annoying little kids, so you have nothing to look at there. Yeah. They're not in like scraggly old Harrison Ford. The, uh, everything is <laughs> a very, it's a very nose. gray movie. So there's nothing like gray that stands out. Gray and blue. And fuzzy. Did it look fuzzy to you? It seemed I like, know. I, don't know. I don't, I don't know. It was just a weird. And like everything is cut off. The whole movie feels cut off. Like, I mean, obviously they're in a space station or something, but there's never a scene with more than a few people in it. Yeah. Even when it's like, it's at its house, it's one or two people in a room. It's one or two people. They're training. Maybe it's all six green people. screen. It's all it's people all green standing screen. in rooms. And, and even yeah. like the exciting scenes are like too long. Like they're floating around in laser tag. 
Everything looks stupid. Their suits are stupid. <laughs> and they're like playing a boring. Their suits have like mouth holes in the face shield. Like yeah. dumb, dumb shit like that. And I'm like, this is just not a visually attractive. Why would you even need? And even like. So in this laser tag, they're not throwing anything. It's lasers. Do, yeah. Why do, they didn't even need a face shield. I mean, they could use like a mesh, like hockey mask in case you bump into a pylon or something. But right. Or like this, a football that's mask. That's what I mean. Like with just a, yeah. a cage around your face. I don't know. Maybe they were trying to match it to the book. The book explains a Anyways, lot of that stuff. And then stuff. the space bat, the bugs look dumb. And they act, like I said, they look, like there's movies, and I'm going to bring this up again when Starship Troopers, but there's some movies like Jurassic Park, which was 20 years before this. Right. And it looks better CG than they have for yeah. this stuff nowadays. I don't know if they use a new style or the fact that they don't even try to mix in models and stuff yeah so then they can't so they don't have to match the way it looks like and you can tell it looks like cg i don't like the design of the bugs either but that's not that big of a deal they just look like praying mantises but the spaceships the and the spaceship battles at the end are really dumb and yeah it didn't like the way any of it looked yeah there was nothing to look at so what's your actual score one okay i actually gave it a two i had so i i agree with everything you, that you said but yeah. for me it was more just a boring experience just outright there's nothing for me to enjoy right but there also were things movie. that bothered me about yeah. the way a lot of it yeah looked. And, it and, seems- oh another one i forgot was the the fight choreography even though when their training was like just awful oh it was so oh, bad. yeah it was embarrassing it was like they, were pra- yeah. they filmed their practicing the choreography and they yeah. couldn't even like yeah, it looked, I mean, I know these are little kids, but they were supposed to be good at it. They right. were supposed to have been training this their whole And it was life. embarrassing. And it was really cheesy looking to yeah. where they're like slowly stopping. Man, you're, making, you're making me think I want to bump my, I, I, I kind of want to bump my, you know what? I'm going down 1.5. I so I I'm not going to go the full one. Uh, but for some reason, the fight choreography and like they do a throw, like really stuck out to me as being like terrible. Yeah. Just awful. It, it was. The fight choreography was laughable. Um, part of, part of what we talk about in visuals is, you know, the attractive, attractiveness of the actors, how good the CG looks, the choreography, the overall design. I mean, like Eric said, they're all children. You don't want to look at a single one of them. Harrison Ford, God love him as Han Solo, but here, yeah, big red nose is just Not only are they just kids, so like, okay, obviously you're not like, man, these kids weren't hot because that's not who cares, they're kids, you know, but there was, there was a lot of the characters that were like, like the Gonzo character was particularly like goofy looking to the it point was. that you're like distracted so this, well, like they, is this supposed to be serious or is they, he just like this was and he looked like he was 40 this was com- that Gonzo com- completely inept filmmaking completely inept and i will see if you got this even though you didn't read the book in the book ender is supposed to be younger than the rest yeah, of them yeah he said it was like so six he's to supposed, ten in the so timeline. yeah these kids are anywhere from ender goes from six years old at the beginning of the book to 10 years old at the end but he's supposed to progress more quickly so the other children as he gets in the higher levels are supposed to be older but than he's him. like towering so, over them all in this yeah movie. exactly so in these scenes that he's beating them up that they're bullying him and he's fighting back and actually killing them yeah, like you would yeah win, it, 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 it actually was meaningful in the book because he's supposed to be like so good at the tactical and the strategy part that even though he was way smaller he was able to literally By kill he it. killed two children in the book <laughs> in the movie they did not make it obvious that they were dead they made it yeah. obvious that they were like grievously injured right. but he killed both of those bullies that's in, funny he killed bonzo and he killed the bully at the very beginning that right. got him in into the, the in school the science lab or yeah whatever. and he was supposed to be this little this young you know little squirt sort of thing right but he's able to kill these children more because like he's, in the the um sherlock holmes movies where he's like thinking about like where he's gonna strike yeah yeah stuff like they should have done something like that they should have guy Ritchie make this movie right uh no they, they so <laughs> they so they horribly miscast it because they put Six foot tall, sixteen year old, as the kid that's supposed to be younger than everybody, right. and one of the main bullies that he fights. He's I like looked five up, two. He yes, five one. Five one. He is literally a foot shorter than him, so yeah. he's supposed to be all. He's going up and he's he's looking him in the eye. Can't even look him in the eye. He's yeah, looking he's him like, in the fucking chest. Yeah, looking up at trying his to be chin. threatening and like yeah, trying to threaten him. And you're like, dude, this kid could just wrap you up. No problem, right. easy. And it's funny because I'm looking at the plot on Wikipedia for and the how story. how they talk about it. And here's what they literally say about it. Bonzo, believing that Ender is inept due to his size. <laughs> what? Ender was a foot taller than him. So even like... Well, that's the book synopsis, yeah. I'm guessing. No, right? this is the movie synopsis. That doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense. He's so the tallest kid there. It's like they did this synopsis based on what it was supposed to be, but then they put the wrong kid right. in the role. Yeah. So you're right. Visuals were terrible. You say one. I say 1.5 just because I kind of have a hard time justifying bumping it down that badly. Uh, but I still, in essence, agree with you. 
All right. Yeah. I think this is going to be <laughs> the big doozy. Yeah. What's your structure score? You want us to do a score first or talk about it a little bit? Uh, I mean, I'll just go whatever score. You I said point five. I gave it a hard zero. For me, the only zero. reason I didn't give it a zero is because... And I was comparing it to something like Suicide Squad where you're literally yeah. asking like, wait, well, like there's jump cuts, it, like the scene's missing and like weird, this like really, really bad stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. this one, there was a lot of dumb shit. There's no reason why it should be happening that way. And I don't like that they did it a certain way, but you at least know what's happening. Like it was, they could have been worse by you literally not knowing what's happening. Yeah. That's the only way it could have been worse though. Because there are movies where you're just like, wait, what's going on? Where'd that guy go? Who's this? You know what I mean? And you just really don't know what's going on. I think you only knew what was going on because I was telling you because I had read the book. And that's a possibility. Yeah. But I think that you're like, I was watching this movie trying to imagine not having read the book. I don't think you could have known what was supposed to be happening. Right. But I think I, I don't think you could have for a lot of it, but I do think think it could have been worse that's the only only because like i've we saw suicide squad and there were yeah. there were those elements of like literally felt like missing scenes and stuff like that like yeah. this one story-wise yeah none of that shit makes sense but 4.5 and zero that's i mean that's right terrible it's terrible right i did not expect this early in the podcast to be giving zeros and point fives to a movie on major movies especially not one that got a 60 percent rating on rotten tomatoes what the hell movie did these critics watch because like this movie okay so well that was the first thing i wrote down is made for people who read the book question mark yeah (laughs) (laughs) because i didn't know a lot and i i guess i my understanding of it was enhanced by me asking you random questions because like there's a lot of stuff that you have no idea what's happening. First of all, they don't go into the initial invasion at all or how badly humans were in danger, how hard it was to beat the bugs. They don't tell you, they show the guy winning by like flying his ship into the alien spaceship, which is not the book. Regardless of all of this stuff, I gave it a zero because there is no way that we would have watched this entire movie if not for the podcast. We were literally like, we took a break during five, the movie. Five minutes in, I looked over at Eric and said, I hate this I movie. I know, I was like, this is surprisingly bad. Yeah. And then by the time we got in, we actually checked. And when we found out that there were still 20 minutes left, we had to take a break to do chores. Yes. So this movie <laughs> is an hour and 53 minutes. I wrote down the times. Right. We took a break at an hour 25. And did chores. At the climax of the movie and did <laughs> yeah, chores. Yeah, it was right before the climax. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so we mentioned... I think I've said this before. Before this, Suicide Squad was kind of our rock bottom, like, like how bad large, can you really large make a release movie? studio movie. I, this is my new rock bottom. Yeah. I don't think because I don't think also, a movie with a big budget is going to be worse than bad this. in terms of physically the way like editing and stuff like that. It was just as it was worse acted, I would say, than Suicide Squad. Yes, not you know they didn't even have people like Margot Robbie to show her ass. Yeah, you can't even at, look at butts. Right. And they um and it was boring. At yes. least Suicide Squad, the boring, there's people jumping around the and killing. Bo- the boringness of this movie is, is what, what really did it in. It. This movie, it was almost unwatchable. Right. We we literally Nigh started we started vacuuming the house. We started doing work. We if if I had gone to theaters for this, I would have walked out ten minutes in and left. gotten my money back. Yeah, if or I wasn't walked there into with a group of theater. people or something, I would have just left. Right. Yeah. Right. So it was that boring. But yeah, so there's. A lot of stuff that's wrong with the plot, which I mean, that's just their choice for using the source material. I don't, I think most of it's probably the same problems in the book, but like the premise that kids have to be used, it seems dumb. They have Mazer Rackham as the guy who supposedly beat them the first time. And in the book, he actually was like more instrumental in beating them by like decision-making. I in think the movie so. they made so. it, it was like one deaf piloting move. He yeah, just decided, he, like, wait, maybe this looks like a cluster. I'm going to fly my fucking, ship in there. He independence day right. it he was and, like, like flew into the ship. Yeah. Like Randy it would be Quaid. like saying Randy Quaid was a great military <laughs> and genius. And then he, we need him to teach the other people. Right? Yeah. Like, he, this guy may have also been a good military genius, but they didn't explain why. They didn't explain why they pretended he was dead. Yeah. They didn't explain why supposedly kids would be better at doing any of this. They yeah. made some comment about it, but it didn't make any sense. They didn't explain why they wouldn't just get Mazer Rackham to lead whatever resistance right. They didn't it was. explain why. So that's a problem with the book, though. So right. here are All the those... things that the book does treat better. The book does explain why children have to be used. And it helps because in the book, well, they get these would, kids they say... get these kids for fi- at five and six years old. So it makes a lot more sense. They basically get them that age at the same reason that you want to teach a language to a kid that's younger. Because the earlier you get them, the better they're going to be but if you train them for make... longer during that very right, developmentally right. important yeah, time. Yeah, like if you start with anything, if you start with soccer training when they're two, they're going to be right, better. But right. that doesn't mean why. Like The question is why... Do they have to get new people? Why is doing this mission outside the realm, the purview of all the existing military commanders and leaders? Uh, in the book, 
my recollection is they said that because none of the existing leaders would want to wipe out the bugs. So they had to get kids to fool them because otherwise no so one would So all you're doing, you're just saying like, I can't kill this person. So, so I'm, I'm going to train someone yeah, to kill them yeah, so because I feel fool, bad about I'm it. fool someone else you're into killing doing them. You're still doing it. It was, it's absolutely preposterous. That's why I didn't and like the, the that, book. And, and that's just not human nature. Absolutely These not. These people were attacked by an that alien. A fundamental misunderstanding of the way people were. Alien Look race. Look at any time in history where you've got a group of people who are indoctrinated to hate and fear another group whether it's people or animals or something. Even unjustly. In this case, it would be right. perfectly justified. Right. They, they, you, you pick an average person out of that, they are not going to have any qualms about wiping out that right. threat at the first Well, it's definitely understood that if the bugs had won the first time, that humans would have been toast. Yeah. They would have taken over the whole planet. Yes. But then, and then the plot is generally like, oh, well, somehow during this battle with flying machines and other weapons being shot at us, we didn't realize that humans were like, really that sentient yeah. now we realize it because we got our asses kicked so like peace yeah and they're like no and then you feel bad because you're no it's like the, that i always quote that one yeah. episode of dragon ball z where the guy's yeah. like he blows up one of the androids and he's like enough and he's like nonsense it's only enough because you're losing yeah you yeah, came here exactly. to destroy us so so yeah like i said a lot of my problem with that actually did come from the source material the book i don't really understand again why people like this book so much but whatever but as far as the movie is concerned and what the movie got wrong without even comparing it to the book is it did a lot of narration that was done by the kid that played Ender. Just like having to explain and shit. He, with so a, things that really should have been explained in character interactions or other types of scenes like that, he just narrated over it. And like I said, this kid was doing a bad job. Right. His his voice is all weird because I think it had just recently, like I think he just it just recently broke. He just went through puberty. Like literally, it sounds like this kid's voice is. Wouldn't just it be cracking. funny if they like? got this kid when to, he had, when they're like we're writing voice, the movie yeah. and it's like then like a year later and he grew like 18 yeah, inches i kind of got that feeling yeah with it that maybe you know, he was like, five and a half by the time you tall. start a movie filming then you've been in some sort of production stages for maybe a year or two I, for a lot of movies i i really did kind of get that feeling like when they chose yeah. him he was maybe a five, half four, yeah five, six. yeah five three or something and had his high little voice and they could pass him off as a little bit younger and then over the course of pre-production he fucking went through puberty and shot up he's right. six feet tall now he's got this stupid voice that's cracking bigger than tom place. cruise now yeah. <laughs> tom cruise yeah. jack reacher <laughs> yeah let's have him fight the bugs mono and mono yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, <laughs> So so he's narrating it and he's just he fucking sucks. He sucks. And the yeah. narration sucks and it has no emotional weight to it. And also they just don't do a good job of getting cross ideas like you said, like the idea that he's beating these people because he's just smarter than them yeah. or like the bully. In the scene, you're like, he explains, like, why do you keep kicking him? He's like, I had to end all future fights. He's like, no, in the scene that they depict, he kept kicking him because he was pissed off and he was winning. Right. So he kept kicking him. Right. They, have, they didn't give they any really... impression. And then they made it seem like he was just doing that after the fact to get out of trouble. You, you put it perfectly. They absolutely needed to do the Robert Downey Jr., Sherlock Holmes. they show Holmes him thinking planning, through and yeah. like envisioning the guys attacking him if he lets him up or something that like that. That would have been great. Yeah. It was, and they, it would have got across the idea There that was never a point in this movie that they convincingly made that character better at anything right. than any of the other children. They just told they just you. Show, they just told you, like, look, here's him doing better. it better. Yeah, Here's him coming up with a good way to play laser tag with the human centipede flying V. Yeah. And <laughs> then, <laughs> that was one of the ones yeah. they do like this, this uh, the, laser tag match yeah. and they do the Mighty Ducks flying V thing where they just charge across the field but they use like a human centipede formation. Yeah. <laughs> it looks stupid. <laughs> Another dumb yeah, visual. Even, even the way that he that he was supposed to have bested all of the teams in this laser tag battle was like, yeah, that seems obvious. Yeah, an obvious way. Because the point of the game is that if you get someone through the other team's goal unhurt, unlasered, then you win the whole game. So yeah, just put a bunch of people around him. And the lasers don't go people, through them. Yeah. And then, then he, like, at the very end, he pushes them off and, and then he, he goes through. through. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Wow, what a genius. Yeah, we needed an eight-year-old super genius And now since he's a laser tag level one player he can beat the alien civilization yeah apparently. but that's also an issue with the book so i right. i'm trying still to stupid right, the point stupid. is this movie yeah. has these issues with yeah it. i don't i don't whether or not it's from a book or a screenplay doesn't matter to me it's still dumb right so i i do think part of i i again it was a long time ago when i read the book so i don't remember a lot of it except mostly my emotional reaction and they didn't to it. make you care at all like like i said the visuals 
were stupid for the fight, but they also didn't make you care. Like, so at the end, you're disgusted by this whiny little bitch kid because you they don't do anything to make you care about the bugs either. Right, right. What I was gonna like, say. Why should you? What care I was gonna say is one of the good the things in the book is it goes a lot into sort of the psychological aspect of right. uh, the Harrison Ford character and how he's trying to make this kid into a leader right. and separate him from the pack. And that was reasonably compelling. They went into a lot of the strategy of like a lot of the kid's ideas about why he was doing what he was doing. In the book, that, Yeah, that they did not at all convey in the movie. And I think uh, that's the only way that stuff would even book, partially work. The book set up a little bit better that he did not want to be a sociopath like his brother. Because uh, his brother just sort of like beat him up for fun and was this bad yeah, kid. Yeah, they would just and show his brother being kind of ruthless, they but not one, really evil. They had one scene with his brother. That was it. One scene where his brother kind of beats him up in the room. It's really not that big of a deal. He just he does typical big bully brother stuff, and then that's it. But in the book, the brother was supposed to be like a legit sociopath. Like so, cruelty and all this other stuff. Right. So Ender didn't want to be like his. All brother. they mentioned was that. Your sister was too nice. Your brother's too mean. So you're just right. Yeah. Like Goldilocks, yeah. the space yeah, invader. Gold, Goldilocks Wiggins. Goldilocks. Goldilocks. That's what they should have called it. Goldilocks's game. Right. So I think I've said everything I want to say about this movie. Except I, don't watch it. Yeah, I hated it. I hated it. I don't it even so know bad. if I would watch a riff tracks for this movie. I don't think. I tried doing it my own when we were watching it, but we it had was, a couple good ones. Oh, it was painful. <laughs> like I said, what this is the most effective way to make yourself be productive. Put this movie on if you've got some homework to do. And then find out you do. have forty five minutes of it left. Oh my god, that and was we were devastating. Like, oh, no. <laughs> At one point before before we paused it to do chores, I went and looked how long was left and we were only halfway through and it oh, was you had just, actually looked and you i think tell me. so what I, or we were just talking about it throughout the whole yeah. time i was just like when should we look and see how long yeah, there you're like, is don't look it's gonna be too long yeah I, I think at the point that we paused it was when i said if i look and there's 30 minutes left to this movie we have to take a break well, i said if there's more yeah if there's more yeah. than 15 minutes left and it was like 23 minutes left and we're like oh shit okay we're taking right. a break so this movie was so miserable we didn't even want to watch starship troopers had, right after it yeah because we just wanted to get up and we were on and, a little bit of a tight timeline anyway way uh social but, engagements yeah, you know how it sure, is sure uh usually my idea is i want to watch both movies in the same day we this one beat us down we couldn't do yeah. it so we went back the next day and watched some Starship cold water Troopers. on our face and i'm actually really glad we did because as much as i hated ender's game i think i would have hated it even more if, if it was directly compared to starship troopers right. um Within the same hour. Right. So do you want to do the synopsis on yeah, Starship sure. Troopers? So Starship Troopers is... What, what year was Starship Troopers? 97? 97. 97. Okay. It's a 97 Paul Verhoeven movie about and based on the Robert Heinlein book, which I have also not read. And I, as I understand, it is quite a bit different than the book, to be honest. But in the movie... There is a future Earth society where people have to do military service to get voting rights. They, their main enemy at this point is uh, bugs on various planets that launch asteroids into. I don't think bugs are supposed to have invaded Earth, though. They were just attacking Earth so. with asteroids and like giving a shit on think, other planets. I think the people were supposed to be colonizing other planets and the bugs would that attack the bugs them were everywhere. also trying to colonize. Right. So they hadn't quite made it to Earth yet. And then you said that they had to do military to get voting rights. They had to do military to get citizenship. And then citizenship granted you a lot of other not just voting rights, rights. like it's easier yeah, to have a kid you can all this other right, stuff right right you do. could go into politics then right. you yeah so then this it centers around these high school <laughs> kids <laughs> who are uh, just about to go into college and so Casper Van Dien is the jock who's not that smart so he has to go into the mobile infantry and he's trying trying to chase his Denise Richards girlfriend who's going to be a pilot because she gets good scores Dookie Hauser is in it he's <laughs> got some sort of psychic abilities so they send him off to military intelligence right and then yeah so basically it's then them fighting the bugs for the rest of the it movie it just centers yeah, yeah. It, it introduces our they main try characters. to find a brain bug it shows them go through training in the various branches of the military that they join it and doesn't then, really show anything Doogie Howser does he just shows up later right, and every right. time he shows up it's he's like Rico's a higher movie. rank it's yeah. Rico's movie it shows it focuses mostly on Rico has a little bit about Carmen Denise Richards a little bit about her training and yeah. then uh, Doogie Howser just kind of comes in every once in a while to remind us that he's there and psychic and a Nazi now. They they, they make <laughs> him look very No, they just have very, very like, SS. Yeah. their cloaks look like that. But uh, right. and also we get treated to Jake Busey. Don't forget that. Oh, Jake Busey's teeth. Mostly. And the Kurgan. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Michael Ironsides. Right. So let's just go ahead and get into acting. 
Okay. I don't think we need to talk too much more. Yeah, about, I gave We'll it, talk about the plot in all right. the Right. I gave acting a three. Yeah, only yeah. a three? You thought it was better than that? I have a feeling I'm going to give this much higher scores than you are. I thought the Let's acting see. was done well in certain people, but there's also a little bit of like cheese balliness and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I think Denise Richards didn't do a very good job. Oh, uh, Denise Richards was <laughs> Denise Richards was the thing that bothered me. I actually right. gave acting a four. Okay. I thought it was very good. You had the Kurgan, Clancy Brown. Yeah. He was cast as the drill. Which was very the good drill casting, instructor. obviously. Perfect casting. Absolutely fantastic. He Same is, with Ironside. He is that was naturally good intimidating, but also... In, you know, someone that you know people are right. going to look up to. He's not just scary. He also is charismatic. Right. Uh, so he was perfect. Michael Ironside as uh, this, the kid's former teacher. teacher, but who is also, uh, you know, once the war starts with the bugs. Well, he uh, was former military before being a teacher. Yeah, he goes back it, yeah. into the military and then is a lieutenant that everybody loves to follow. So he was great. Inspiring right. leader, but also himself very intimidating. Uh, did Verhoeven do Total Recall? He did, didn't he? Yes. Because yes. he was also, and he was the bad guy in Total Recall. Yeah. Uh, I thought Rico was good. He he himself would have been a three. He was right. well he was well cast and he did I, a good there was, job. He was well cast and did a good job, but he is sort of like a cheese he ball. He is. But... He is. He was a little bit of a um, blank slate, a right. little bit so more him, so than the other characters. Him and Denise Richards were probably the weakest, and they De- didn't have great Denise, chemistry. Denise Richards herself was a two. She, her character was supposed to be, I would say, naive but ambitious. Yeah. But the way that she portrays that is just this creepy smile. Where she's just like, oh, this oh wide-eyed. Like I even wrote down that she seems like she's on Prozac yeah, or something throughout the movie. Just this wide-eyed, glazed look. And even after with like this big smile and just. And uh, even after Brennan's Aries was destroyed, which is like their entire family is supposed to be from there. Yeah. Which I also thought was funny because they're all supposed to be from Buenos Aires and they're like Rico and yeah, Ibanez and yeah. it's like Denise Richards. Then, yeah. But uh, she's like. Uh, when his Aries was completely destroyed, I try to think about it or else I cry yeah. or something. <laughs> or else I just can't stop crying. I, yeah, I just can't stop She's crying. still got this crazy right. smile. And I thought the parents were really bad. Rico's parents were pretty bad. Yeah, but they weren't. They, they were a small part. It. But overall, I said much. this movie, I would not say the movie had great acting. Yeah. I said it had, you know, average acting. I think the, the movie. Almost again, a little bit below. Like I said, some, like I said the, three, the three is average and not noticeable. Right. Four means I noticed that I was enjoying it throughout the movie. I thought Dizzy was good. I really yeah, liked Dizzy. Yeah, she was Dizzy. good. Yeah, uh, she, good. She's supposed to be one of the other high schoolers who's in love with Rico. She's the whole like a time. super tomboy athletic bad. Ass, she but is. She's I, thought, like, I thought she did a good. Yeah. Um, yeah, she did, and she's like in a Twitter painted with. Uh, she did. Pastor she did. A, she had a good fuck me face on the whole time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was effective. Honestly, she did a little bit too good of a job. It just was not at all believable that he would not have jumped on that sooner. Right, because she was uh, ready to like just grab his diok at any moment. Yeah, absolutely. I I don't really know how he said no throughout the whole movie. Uh, he does eventually get with her. So yeah, I thought it was I thought it was solid. Let me look through my notes and make sure I Yeah, uh, so I, I wasn't yeah. like cuz I went away not really I came away not really being impressed with the acting, but mm-hmm. not really thinking too much about the acting in but general. But I, I I felt like I was impressed yeah, with the acting fine. I in can general. See it. I can see with it. the with the, with the exception of exception of Denise Richards, but she wasn't enough to ruin it for me. Like I said, Rico was a little bit of a blank slate, but you kind of need that in your main right. character sometimes because he has, you have to wait, you have to experience this world through him. Right. So sometimes they almost can't be too strong of a character because you can't. Or you're not getting yeah. it. It's just whatever they Right. Experience. So this is one of those movies that's really about experiencing all the other characters around him. And I thought they or did. Or experiencing those yeah. situations. Right. Through him as right. your medium. Just through him as the reason you're there. Kind right. Of. So now we can move on to talk about visuals. I gave the visuals four. Mm-hmm. I did too. So I think we're going to be in a complete agreement. Yeah, like I mentioned earlier on, the the special effects for a 97 movie are actually really good for Uh, the bugs. And they got some gore, the good gore scenes Good gore. Obviously, it's a Verhoeven movie. People get ripped open. So like the physical effects are good for explosions Mm -hmm. and the the people getting ripped to shreds. They did a really good job merging puppetry and animatronics with the... The CG for the for like the drone bugs. Some of the bigger bugs looked a little bit crappier because yeah. they were all CG. Yeah, but it still was no worse than like the Ender's Game. No, this is a movie fine. that came yeah. out ten years beforehand. Yeah, for the most part, I don't really have a lot of complaints. Same about with the, the ships; they yeah. had like models they're using, so it looked better than like the all CG. The space ship. stuff looked kind of bad. It so the stuff hokey, that didn't involve, yeah, the stuff that was happening outside of the ships, yeah, yeah, didn't didn't look great. Now overall, there are, there are elements of the style that they've chose for some of the stuff that I don't. 
that I didn't really like. The lighting was odd. Like, it had we almost lighting, like a TV movie. And like some yeah. of the stuff just looked a little bit. Almost cartoony. Yeah. But the, yeah. And that is the mood they go for. So some yeah. of that was a conscious like the green decision. green slime that comes out of the bugs when you kill and them. And it's like orange yeah. out of one, bright green out of right. the other. Like stuff like that. He's really I, pushing this. I mean, this, subtlety like, is not a Verhoeven no. staple. And so that's probably the only reason it's not higher than four. Because there's yeah. a lot of elements and visuals like we always talk about. It's all. It's a good looking cast. You know, oh, like, you got to see a lot of skin in this movie. Yeah, like Den Den young nice, Denise Richards is really hot, obviously. Even the other nice girls really scene. hot. You yeah. got, to see, got to see the boys, got to see the girls. Right. Uh, and Casper Van Dien is like a big blockheaded cheese ball, but oh, he's, he's at least like cutie. an in-shape yeah, in guy. Yeah. And he's obviously good looking and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, I right. can look at his stupid face for a couple right. hours. So even, uh, and even like the other guy, the tall, dark, handsome pilot or whatever, you know, like they're not a bunch of ugly people. Yeah. So, so that helps too. And there was a lot of visuals that I remember impacting on me quite a bit. Like even if necessarily, not talking even about the special effects, but just about like how it affects you. Like in the scene where they're in the outpost and they come up over the wall and then you just see bugs like as far as the eye can see. Like oh, swarming. That, that one, I just, I, I like slumped back yeah. in the couches. But how are they going to do this? Right. It was so overwhelming. Like it's just a good visual. Yeah, yeah. It was very effective visual. And like the first time they land on the bug planet and you just see them, everything go crazy yeah. and they're all like, oh shit. Yeah, but the, the propaganda scenes have a lot of... Of, uh, there are very effective the propaganda scenes like, would you show, like to know more yeah, and they show yeah. these news clips I mean, that's a little clips. bit more structure but the, but the, the visuals look of, of them yeah works. they look almost this like trying to do the 50s type of uh, cold war propaganda right but with these bugs and just like bodies strewn everywhere the mormon colonization. and colony i kind of like the look of like where they do use these like weird almost like nazi uniforms mixed with yeah. like space marines <laughs> yeah. and like it's kind of a cool uh military kind of look that yep. they use so i yeah so we're in agreement of four and noticeably good the whole time i would say some right. of the things that detracted for me probably not so much for you uh, Denise Richards' creepy smile in every scene that she was in. Well, I mean, her in, acting was goofy. Did, Obviously, she's hot. Yeah, but. yeah. Her creepy smile was, it bothered me. Um, and then the actors are so old. Yeah, oh that's the God. goofy part. Like high school and these guys are we, probably mid-20s Oh, they the are late 20s. They're, the they're almost yeah. 30. I looked it up. I thought Denise Richards might have been younger at the time. But she, Denise Richards might have been on the younger but side. Casper Van Dien, Van Dien like, he was like 29. 30, yeah. Yeah, Dizzy, 29. I think that I looked Jake it up. Jake Busey, stuff like that. Yeah. Now, they don't tell. He was not from their high school, so he may have been older. Yeah. Only the high schooler ones are the four or five main characters. I kind of, I felt like they could have done maybe. Dookie Hauser, he looks young. So yeah, he yeah. He probably was the youngest also or so they were just young. comically old right um we made a joke last Randy time about 26 year olds 16 year olds these were 30 year olds right and then he, and it makes yeah. it especially funny when they're having that like it's my life dad kind yeah. of argument and it's like yeah. <laughs> i'm 35 now right. i could choose to go in the military if i Although want nowadays that would probably make sense all these millennials yeah like 35 like dad yeah so i'm joining mean, the army it is kind of funny to look and see the 90s vision of the future so this movie right. there are a lot a lot of French braids on these girls. A lot <laughs> of French braids. You don't see those that often anymore. But right. overall, a, f a fun movie to look at. There's a lot going on on screen that you can enjoy. Yeah. So let's move on and talk about structure. What do you think? I think I, I gave it lower than you did, I think, because I gave it a three overall. My God. My what? God, Eric. Yeah. Just I... because it was, like I said, most, I don't know. It, it, it's, I like it, but it's, it's just very straightforward. There's mm -hmm. not much to it. Okay. So it's like, it's good. There's nothing wrong with it, but I'm not impressed with the structure. Per I se. gave it a 4.5. Because some of it, really? I, I couldn't really go, like I couldn't structure. go perfect. I couldn't say. I probably should have gone higher than I, three, but. I, yeah, I couldn't say five. Five is unimprovable. I think yeah. that it felt a little bit long. There, there, toward the end, I kind of was like, okay, I wouldn't And there's certain plot elements to me that are just, um, I don't want to say four. So but I, I don't, don't focus, when I say structure, I don't mean just plot. I mean, I mean pacing. I mean, dialogue, yeah, character development. Yeah, you start factoring in more. You yeah, describe you see, these yeah, things to me very yeah. well. Yeah, so, okay, so uh, let me let me describe them now. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You forget next time anyway. So, no, I, you need to write it down so yeah. I actually know. that. So you, structure you, you is, named these. Structure like, is not just plot. Structure is basically all of the filmmaking, okay. behind-the-scenes like elements pacing, editing, that, I haven't, that, that we haven't covered in acting and visuals. So, like, even directing and stuff like that. Yeah, directing. You know, you got the Verhoeven touch in this one. Which, which I do. I am a big fan of yeah, this the stuff. Characters are great. I love yeah. I love the characters. I cared about the characters. Right. Fuck. I almost cried when Dizzy died. Right. That doesn't no, I mean it's pretty and easy. And it makes you tense. Like you like you're, you're worried for them. Like, like they you give said, good sense of those, danger. Those bugs this the like, alien well, how are you gonna get out start of this? coming over yeah. and you're just like, oh my god, all my characters are gonna die. What am I gonna do? Right. <laughs> and even uh when Rico, the main character, 
decides to join the military. His family, he kind of has to disown it. His family kind of disowns him. His family doesn't want him to because the way the movie sets up that when you go into the military, you basically it's just a meat grinder that they put you in. They show all the people like blown off limbs. Yeah, like made me the man I am today, and the guy's in a wheelchair. Yeah, it's an absolute meat grinder. Lots, lots of people come out. Michael Ironside is even supposed to be missing an arm. Yeah, just all throughout the movie, you've got these adults who horribly burned all over their face. Right, like all the teachers. Now, what I did think was funny. This is totally unrelated, but. When Michael Ironsides shows back up in the military, he's got this fully functioning prosthetic yeah, hand. But when he's school? a teacher, you just walk around <laughs> with a stump showing. Oh, I, I have a like, feeling with that character, he probably wanted to do that to like get inside the kid's head. To like freak him out by showing right, his stump. Right, right. You could definitely see that with that character. Like, yeah. Because he, he was someone who was supposed to definitely, you, you get the sense that as a teacher, he wants these kids to go into the but military. But not because he but said But he doesn't so. want to bullshit them So he'll do it, it by yeah. like, he wants the tough kids to go in. So he'll do right. it by like so he putting wants them, them through the fire. He wants them to see that you're like gonna scaring lose them. An arm. He wants the kids who are like, I can take it. He'll I even can do yeah, it. he'll even like get their attention by hitting them with the nub. Just putting every the nub, which yeah. they made a point of showing like Denise Richards not caring about the nub. Right, right, because it's it's so commonplace. Right. Most adults who are citizens are missing limbs or otherwise maimed. Yeah. So <laughs> well, only the mobile infantry ones anyway. Right. Not necessarily the fleet and everything true true so where was i where was i going with oh i was Structure, saying yeah, how it yeah, includes other things yeah so the the characters were great so I yeah i agree it. that over i would say four yeah. overall if not okay. just plot just plot three mm-hmm. because there's nothing wrong with it but it is just very straightforward but you you know you got these great characters in there you got these fantastic propaganda scenes and i had to compare it to ender's game in the way that they set up the belief system of these people they did a better in ender's job. game they just had some kid trying to cover up his british accent they just like tell telling you this you, is what people believe yeah while things are happening on screen not showing here, people like man i want to be able to vote i want to be able to have kids here all of those things are done with character interactions uh michael ironside as part of his class is teaching the history and the belief behind what citizenship means. That's very right. important. It sets up why this is important to the society right. in a way that's believable, not annoying, doesn't, you know, it doesn't hit you as like, oh, okay, just get this exposition out of the way. Right. The shower scene, aside from getting a, uh, being able to see everyone naked, also fantastic because it gives all these examples of what rights that citizens have that uh, people who haven't done military without service just explaining don't. it with a narration. Yeah. Like, hey, why'd you join up? Oh, I want to be in politics. Yeah, I want to yeah. have so kids. They have, it's so they have to... one guy who's like, oh, I'm going to be a writer, so I want to get all your stories. Hey, why'd you join up? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I want to be in politics. You have to be a c- citizen to be in politics. Oh, yeah. great. How about you? I want to have babies. And it's easier and then, to get a license so it, for children. So it serves the purpose of you also got character development along with exposition. Right. Because the then you see this girl dying who's like, oh, shit, she's only there because she wants to become like a mayor or something. Exactly. Exactly. Or have a kid who's getting ripped apart by a bug. Ex- yeah, exactly. Like these are just regular people trying to de- like deal with these situations. So the propaganda scenes were great. Uh, very similar. Like RoboCop did did scene stuff like that. It was too, like news. Right? It wasn't yeah. really propaganda, but they would have. Yeah. The news. So Verhoeven is good at that kind of stuff. The one thing about little fun scenes because yeah, like, like so yeah, four overall. I would say three just a story, which I do make yeah. the mistake of just going with story on that one. I've done it before. Yeah. But the one thing, the only part I think that they didn't do a very good job of like the impact was when like their entire home city was destroyed. Yeah, that fell a that little flat. Yeah. 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 And I think most is probably Denise Richards fault yeah. for not being like, I can't stop crying. Right. But they, yeah, it was just a little bit like, Oh man, my parents are not like my entire 10 million people were killed or something. Right. Kind of thing. Right. Uh, so one of the things that bothered me and it'll bother you, it bothered you too. We talked about it during the movie. The weapons tech was very bad. So this is supposedly a militaristic society that is like, Kind of well, I think it was only bad for the, the bugs. It was terrible for the bugs. It was fine overall, but like they were just shooting these huge bug things with regular bullets, and it never worked. They what else said, would they do though? I, I mean, know, I, I, I kind of like that because that's why it was like yeah, flamethrower. And they show that at the end they make these things. And then at one point he pulls out basically a shotgun that was way more effective. Use the damn shotgun the whole time. Yeah, you probably have a few Use- shells though. Yeah, I don't know. It just it, it struck me as how did this society not come up with more effective ways to kill these things? But right. it was kind of a small point. You know, like I said, I gave this almost perfect they, structure. They I gave use it four point five. They use Stuff that, like but that, it doesn't yeah. necessarily. You're like this. They wouldn't really be this hard to kill. Like, wouldn't you just send in like a robo tanks or something? Like, right. Why wouldn't you just nuke the entire planet? You don't right. give a shit or about this planet. Or send in robots and just put yeah. bombs and every time they see these. Yeah. Blow so up. stuff like that. I mean, obviously they had to make it. 
so that the they characters in were in dangerous. great peril yeah. constantly and that you had the society where everyone went through this peril that survived. Uh, right. But it was, it. I don't know. I, I did find that frustrating, for lack of a better word. One one line that I really liked, I think this is part of the Verhoeven touch. Yeah. I wrote it down, and I think this is, it's just the way that people think, and I think it's very silly, is in one of the propaganda scenes, they showed a talk show host who was arguing with an expert because initially with these right. bugs, they thought they were mindless. They thought they were just literal big bugs. Like just literally that like just ants to, or something. That just wanted to kill whatever got close to them. And they were and colonizing. And then over like, the course of the movie, they realized that they're getting better at fighting. And, and they're they like realized, tricking people and stuff right, like that. Right. They realized that like, man, these things can actually think. There must be, they call them brain bugs. They say there must be some kind of uh, queen -like leaders, yeah, they don't call them queen, which is nice. That's a little overused with. But bugs. it's also a different yeah. purpose. It's not like the right. origin bug. It's just a literal like a brain. Bug. Yeah, it's a brain bug. So these are all hive mind. the The soldier, the soldier bugs themselves don't think, but they they're they're led by brain bugs that can learn. So this is a controversial thought. People right. aren't used to it. So they in one of the little pop propaganda scenes shows a talk show host arguing with an expert who's trying to say the bugs can think and he's just screaming over her and yelling over her. And then at the end, after she makes her case, he goes something to the effect of, well, frankly, I find the idea of a bug that thinks offensive. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the actual and quote. I just love, a bug that thinks offensive. Yeah, yeah. As if the truth is at all influenced by your opinion right. of it. Like but that's should, a very human... It's a realistic. Yeah, that was, I thought that was a nice, concise it's annoying way and dumb, of but showing it's, the, yeah, like you said, the realistic. incredibly annoying way that people have of thinking that like, oh, I don't like this, therefore... I'm going to reject that yeah. reality. So reality, yeah, I'm not even going to accept that reality just because I don't like the idea of it. Right, and uh, I, I, I liked it a lot. A little bit too long, but I honestly couldn't think of anything that could have been cut out. Yeah, without affecting it. I yeah. don't. I didn't really feel like it was that long. Yeah, and you notice for Ender's Game, we talked a lot about the book compared to the movie. For this one, we haven't even mentioned Neither it. I did. Oh, I did, did read the book. I read the book. I don't remember a lot about it. I didn't like it. I thought it was boring. I yeah. saw the movie first. You've, you've read a couple of Heinlein books and not liked them. Yeah, I just don't like them. I do, um, the only thing I know about the book was that there was like these dogs <laughs> that would be super afraid of the bugs. And so they, but they were like intelligent dogs. Like they could communicate with humans and stuff, but they were so afraid of the bugs that they had to wear bombs so that if they were ever going to about to be like attacked, <laughs> they would blow themselves up. <laughs> Why don't I remember And then the guys that? would be like, oh, my intelligent dog's dead because he got scared and blew himself up. <laughs> What? Oh my God! Why don't I? That remember was something my that? dad told me about. Yeah, I'll take your word and for it. And I was it. like, "That is hilarious." Yeah, I'll take your word for it. I I found the book just boring. I think very very different than the movie. It's actually yeah, it the, is very the different same from the, movie. the same kind of feel as World War Z, Versus where the, the movie just took a name of a book with this a general same idea. general premise and then made a totally different movie about it. Uh, interesting side note, over the course of looking at Wikipedia to try and get a little more information to talk about it on the podcast, yeah. I found out apparently it's not based on the book at all. Like, no, that's they, what I've heard, that it's started, only like the idea of the they bugs started, and the They started names. writing a script, and over the course of writing the script, someone said, this sounds like this Heinlein book, Starship Troopers. So they just bought so the they name. So they bought the licensing and just used the name and some of the character names and maybe a couple of ideas. Like Buenos Aires, I Buenos think Buenos Aries, from. character names, Rico's Roughnecks uh, yeah. was in the book. Flogging is one of the only things that I remember was also in the book. The so the flogging, punishment. yeah, the corporal punishment for... Uh, when Rico was in training as a, a squad leader, he accidentally got a guy killed, so they flogged him. Uh, that that's that idea is straight from the book. Otherwise, very different. Right. So tell me your all of your scores again. So, so I, I, I did that one a four because I forgot that it, four everything okay. beyond the just the story. Yeah. So what was your acting score again? I got three four four. Ender's Game, you gave it a three point five. Yeah. Two for acting, one for visuals, point five for, for structure. structure. I gave it a three. I did one and a half acting, one and a half visuals, zero for structure. Uh, what and did then you get for structure tours? Four acting, four visuals, four point five structure. So twelve. So that's and a twelve half. and a half. So and we're still pretty close. Yeah, and you gave it 11. eleven. And the totals between the two movies are six point five total for Ender's Game, and then for Starship Troopers twenty three point right. five. So like seven, I said, like that three is three times. That, that is. That is a hugely lopsided victory right. for Starship Troopers. I did not expect the Ender's for what's Game was generally be... considered. A, I, I know a lot of people do not have this high an opinion of Starship Troopers as we do, though. I really, yeah. I really that like kind these of kind of movies. But... I don't really know why people don't like it. 
I think more. they just get like all hoity-toity and they're like, I can't, they don't let themselves enjoy like a kind of cheesy movie. It is a kind of oh, cheesy, it's cheesy movie. Yeah, but it's just, it's Verhoeven. But it's people very like, enjoyable. I mean, Robocop is kind of yeah, cheesy Yeah, but people too. look at that as being like a cheesy action movie from the 80s or whatever. And, and this is a cheesy action from movie the from the 90s. From the 90s, yeah. yeah. I guess people perceived themselves it's very robocopish you can actually like is, basil yeah. pile dorias who did both the music they still sounds kind of similar obviously it's the same director yeah the same even like the gray kind of like technology that they use and a lot of it is reminiscent of robocop yeah i and, like it. the detroit police and at the everything. at the end at the end credits eric got up and started doing the the robocop walk bum, because bum, it sounded bum, so bum, silly bum, 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 bum. <laughs> it's murphy uh, yeah so that was so not, I, I don't know is it it's weird to me that Verhoeven's other films can be so highly regarded, and this well, one's kind of so. Well, depends on who you ask. Low, true. I like okay. a lot of people like Showgirls. I mean, come on. Oh yeah, that one's <laughs> but like Total Recall, the RoboCop. Like people like them for what they are, but a lot of people sure okay think they're cheesy. Yep, that's fine. But actually, a twelve point five. That's I was shocked at how much I liked Starship Troopers. I think that one's gonna go. I'd only seen it once before. Oh really? Yeah, I'd only seen it once before. It didn't make a huge impression on me, but now I guess just yeah, I've the age I'm it. at. I think I'm going to put that one in regular rotation I've always to watch. Liked it. And Ender's Game, I will never, ever watch I'll never watch, watch it again. I don't even know if again. I would be able to sit through it for our riff tracks. It's too long. It's It's been too a long... Too long and boring. So, yeah, previously... Also, it's fresh. I mean, like, this trauma is fresh in our minds. <laughs> so, like, ask yeah, me if you have a riff... The healing has not right, yet exactly. begun. Right, exactly. So, uh... If you if you come up with the riff tracks, maybe in a year or two, maybe in a group maybe. of people and a lot of adult beverages, maybe I, I, maybe I could sit through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but it was a painful experience this time. I thought that Suicide Squad was gonna be the worst. I would movie much rather I'd watch seen. that again. Well, we were this. saying that during the movie. Eric looked at me and said, "Did you ever think that you'd be wishing you were watching Suicide <laughs> Squad right now?" Because at least there's shit happening. Yeah, at like least you're it... like, oh, okay, the superheroes, Margot Robbie's ass is, you know, right. whatever. Yeah, it's fine. If you really want to look at Viola Davis, she's in that one. Right. So being a stuffy your, bureaucrat again. Yeah, I knock guess. yourself out. Yeah. My God, but this was just a horrible, painful experience. And it baffles me that other people don't feel that and way. And that it had such a I, respectable score on Rotten Tomatoes. And I read a couple, I read the synopsis. What did people like about it? They said the acting was good. What the fuck movie hmm. did you watch? Yeah. Acting was atrocious. Yeah. Except for Ben Kingsley. Right. But but like I said, it's that weird Viola Davis effect where they see her show up and they just, oh. Yeah, I mean, maybe yeah. she blew some minds in her other movies. We'll have to watch She them. must have, but I don't see how. That can affect this movie. Yeah, I mean, an actress that I highly respect is Meryl Streep. If you had put Meryl Streep in that role. Or Frances okay, McDormand or something. Yeah, Frances McDormand. Wouldn't have changed the They would have both done better. But I wouldn't have been like, oh, this was, yeah, this was a good like, movie. Like, you got to really watch yeah. this movie because of Frances McDormand's three minutes in Yeah, it. yeah. She really defended Out of a the, two and a half yeah, hour those movie. kids' psychological well-being from mean old Harrison Ford. It just kind of, I guess it kind of goes to show the shortcomings of the oh, rock. I don't know system. why, but that just reminded me of another dumb thing from that movie. Oh, no. Where, um... They were, she gives him like that game to try and see where he's at mentally. And they have like this genius kid and he's like, every time I drink from one of these poison glasses, I die. I don't know what to do. And he's like, what are you going to do? And he's like, I'm not going to drink from either of them. It's like, whoa, fucking genius kid. God. And he, and instead of choosing either of the glasses, he attacks the giant that's behind them, which I feel like any kid would do. Have you ever played a video game? All I do is run around like probing, (laughs) killing the civilians and seeing what you can get away with. Just another attempt to set up this kid being better than anything. Whoever made that movie has obviously never played like uh, Grand Theft Auto. Because all you do is like, what if instead of doing the mission, I just kill this person (laughs) that's sitting over here? <laughs> I'm gonna run see over what, this hooker. Right, see what happens. What if I just spill it all in his lap and then chew a hole in his eye? Yeah, that's what how you play video games. The, the people that made Ender's <laughs> Game have never been around other people. Well, They've, they're Mormons. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They spent their whole life on I, a colony. I am colony. curious to know how much involvement with the movie there was by like Mormons, if there, if any. Because I know I Orson know. Scott Card was one, but I don't know how much that played into this. Is this I don't something think it that's, into is it really it. highly regarded in I, you know LDS circles? I have no idea. I don't think I don't think it played. I, this I mean, isn't I like the uh, Battlefield Earth for Mormons or something. Not not as far as I could tell. I didn't look it up a lot, but it didn't seem like anyone. I got the distinct feeling watching the movie that no one associated with the book was associated with the movie right. because it was so completely tone deaf and had absolutely no idea what was good about the and book. Why and why people this liked was a it. movie made for nobody by people who didn't understand the source material. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that's what's so weird is I don't think I would like the book, but I do think it's probably 
better has to be more well done than the yes, than the, like yes. even though I disagree with the idea of like people not wanting to kill the bugs that's stupid like I think I'm sure it dealt with that better than this which didn't do it at all they didn't explain anything yes no I, I I finished reading the book like I said I actually overtly enjoyed the first two thirds it fell apart in the last third for me because of what I perceived to be a fundamental misunderstanding of human nature right uh and it really fell apart at the very end because they didn't get into this too much in the movie. They showed a little bit of it. But mm-hmm. at the very end, the kid actually starts a new religion. So in <laughs> oh, like at, bug the, at the end of the movie, they show him finding this alien egg and it communicates telepathically with him and it explains why, why they... Uh, attacked the humans in the first place and it apologizes and then he you don't makes know his that connection. Yeah, he makes... What? Are you sure you don't know that in the movie? You don't know what the bug is telling him. Really? Yeah. It doesn't okay. say anything. It just kind of goes like... <laughs> and then it's like, oh, he feels right. bad. And like I said, that's why I gave it a zero. I only knew what was happening because I'd read the book. But, but in, even then, like, why wouldn't the bugs have just done that beforehand? Why oh, couldn't they so communicate stupid. with people? So, why didn't they just tell all the leaders, like, oh, my bad, we'll never attack you what again? I'm, what I'm saying is that that's one thing the movie actually improved over the book, right. was not going into that mythology, because the book, oh, he he travels, like, the known universe and comes up with this new religion and, like, way of rite of burial and, like, huh. remembrances, and it's just Im- impressively stupid. That sounds boring. Actually, like who cares? Oh, it's it's embarrassing. I w- yeah. I thought it was embarrassing. You had this whole movie. Yeah, you had this whole you had this book that was about strategy and calculations and some political intrigue, right. some psychological intrigue, and then it ends with this. I think this was the Mormon touch. It ends with yeah. him creating a new religion. Yeah. That it, it, I don't I don't know. Just because he felt bad about. Uh, killing some almost, bugs almost killing them all apparently he didn't wipe them all out yeah he got one on outskirts and so. there's a whole series of books they thought they were going to make a series out of this movie it, it's not going anywhere this was like like we said it was four years ago no no peep on that one thank <laughs> god yeah what did this kid ever do since then anything i don't i don't high tower i think he's i think he's in other stuff maybe he's fine i've never seen him in anything else yeah, it, same like viola the, davis maybe he and viola davis yeah. are out there winning oscars <laughs> without us watching them. yeah i got the impression that she he is, was isn't she Nominated for an Oscar? Pretty sure, yeah, for Hidden Figures. She okay. might have also been for The Help. She might have won for The Help. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I like action movies, so I don't tend yeah. to watch the super Oscar dramas. Oscar grubbing kind of yeah, dramas. I don't I don't care much for movies that have Oscars written all over them. Those, they, they kind of bore me. So, so I don't know. The kid, he might be fine. I got the impression he was bad because he was fumbling around with the accent and because he hadn't gotten yeah, and source, used, and and because he hadn't gotten used crappy. to his I mean, new lower voice also Right. seemed to me to be an issue because he'd yell and it would crack like man this kid going through life changes in front of our eyes which they may have wanted some of that depending on Maybe. how they how old they envisioned the kid being they may have wanted him to seem like he was like semi-pubescent or whatever but sure sure all right well i think you get the i think you get the drift don't watch ender's game watch, watch starship, starship troopers, troopers twice instead. <laughs> exactly <laughs> easy easy victory this time next time i'll try to maybe do a better better match so we've had one there's no reason a, why they have to be yeah close. Of, our, of our three episodes we had one that was a tie i found that disappointing last week's i think was probably a good a good match yeah. we had a, a solid winner and then but this one this one was blowout. just trounced a by blowout. a heavyweight yeah but anyway thank you for listening and giving a new podcast a chance if you want to get in contact with us right now email is the only way email address is faintpraisepodcast at gmail.com I'll try to coerce Eric into doing your some, comments and some social media. Yeah, no, everything can go to that email. <laughs> Until next time, we are signing off. Bye-bye.